tell me a little bit about how it was when you started to hear God's call to ordained ministry. We had one of those what's going to happen to your parish meetings and I think it was, I can't remember his name, but he was the chaplain from the prison and he came and took the service. And he said, oh, unless you can get somebody to step up and become a deacon. And the lady in front of me turned around. She said, you should put your hand up for that, Ruth. So that was the first time that that was kind of in the wind, so to speak. (laughs) And then I think it happened a couple of years later in another one of those situations. And, again, she said, I've told you before. And then about 12 months later, Tiffany looks at me. She said, Ruth, you better fill that form in and get it in. (laughs) So that's the story. (laughs) So maybe not what other people's journey is like, but that's been mine. And when I look back at my whole life and everything that I've done, everything I've accomplished, I can see that God has been building up my confidence in myself and preparing me to take this step. So what have been the biggest challenges along the way as you've responded to that call? Um, Self-doubt, I guess, Um, whether I could actually fulfil the role. Um, I've had heaps and heaps of support from people that probably didn't even realise they were supporting me to get to this point. But um, people like Ros Johnson, she was the first person to encourage me to become a reader. Um, And then just the growth that has come along doing SRE, uh, the confidence that that gave, being able to get up and talk to children, it really prepares you for being able to speak to adults. (laughs) because they are at least quiet while you're trying to talk. (laughs) And so I found that um, quite invigorating and quite um, building up your confidence to be able to to do that. Um, But I think even before that, in my car racing career, that to be able to do that in front of a large contingent of male driver riders and drivers. Um, that's if yep, that builds your confidence too. If you can do that, then you can get up in front of children. If you can get in front of children, you can stand up in front of adults. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you, Ruth, because I didn't know you had a car racing career. Tell me about your car racing career. Well, Stan's always been involved in car racing and. I actually got to drive a full-on drag car that was set up for the purpose, set up with a high-performance engine for its class. So I got to race that at Sydney, uh, Western Sydney Sports Complex, and they had the drag strip as part of that. And I competed in uh, the State Hill Climb Series. So that's on tar, not on dirt. And uh, we did up to 12 rounds a year, travelling all over New South Wales. 
That's brilliant. As we are speaking right now, you have a very important week ahead of you. So yes. can you share, share what the, the, the next week holds for you? A bit of unknown anticipation, I guess, of what what is going to lie ahead and the assurance that this is the right calling. I don't know. I guess everybody gets to that point. Are you doing the right thing? Are you answering the call to where God wants you to be? Um, this final step to ordination. But today we don't have a very large congregation normally. We had doubled our congregation today. <laughs> so it was God more or less saying, yes, it'll be fine. I've got it in hand. Other than your own inner uncertainty of whether you were really equipped for this, were there any other challenges that came in as you went along that path to ordination? I haven't found any for me um, because the males that I've had anything to do with have been very supportive um, and encouraging and, yeah, I can't. And then most of the other priests have been female and they've always been encouraged and Zoe's been absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so who have been your biggest supporters on this journey? I guess the, Zoe was one, obviously, when she came in and, and was helping and she's been very, very encouraging. But outside of that, my family, they've really been behind me all the way through. And um, and obviously the people of the parish, and they're I'm not the same as other people, and I didn't know how they would take that, but I can see that I'm connecting with them. What do you think is different about you and in your ministry? Just that perhaps I'm just new. I'm making mistakes, <laughs> and and they're. Don't worry about it. We're fine. <laughs> that type of thing. Um, I wouldn't say that I preach differently or anything like that, but just me and my demeanour, the way I talk, just being me. So you need to um, not pretend because you'll get caught out. <laughs> so thinking about the, the Anglican Church of Australia today, what do you think are some of the challenges that are facing ordained women particularly? I've had a pretty easy one because I know that I'm at coming on and following other people that have had the hard road. So my journey's been pretty easy. But as I listen to what they've had and what they've been through, I think there's still areas and pockets that perhaps where women aren't as accepted, maybe not so much even by the priests, but by congregations themselves where they've had male priests and so they're not ready not prepared to take on a female priest um and of course there are still those areas that won't accept females as priests so I think that's the challenge and um and like I say I'm I've had a reasonably easy journey but I know that it's also on the back of other ladies that have gone before me that have had the hard road. 
What gives you joy in your ministry? Being able to talk to a lady and encouraging her to be able to come to church when she'd sent me an email and she said, I'm nervous about coming out to church and then receiving a text message to say thank you for making us so welcome and her and her two girls. Um, and so hearing that that today is encouraging her to want to come back. Yeah. And I like I, I like putting services together. That that gives me joy. And and music. I think when we listen to music, it can touch our souls in a different way. And it can speak to us internally and, and really lift us. I'm enjoying visiting in the hospital as well. So to be there for people in in their need. Just knowing God's there. Like today. <laughs> Praise the Lord, I said when I was singing. <laughs> <laughs> Ruth, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a joy to talk with you. Next week on Called by God, I'll be in conversation with the Dean of Grafton Cathedral, Naomi Cook. Join me then. Called by God is produced in the Diocese of Grafton as part of the celebration to mark the 30th anniversary of the ordination of women in the diocese. Produced and edited by the Reverend Cathy Ridd, Copyright 2023.